Welcome and happy Women's History Month. We are joyful this morning. We pray you will be empowered by today's teaching as we unpack biblical truths from personal growth and development. Our desire is to empower and motivate you to walk in victory and run to your destiny as you endeavor to live a balanced, focused, and disciplined life. This month, let's continue writing and telling our stories. Again, welcome and happy Women's History Month. This is Andrea Leonard. We are joyful today and we pray you will be empowered by today's teaching as we unpack biblical truths for personal growth and development. Join us in continuing to write and to tell our stories. Remember this month to be kind to yourself, forgive yourself, show up for yourself, advocate for yourself one day at a time. Join us in maximizing our gifts and talents and manifesting the very best version of ourselves. Start by making small changes daily. Quoting John Maxwell this morning, the secret of our success, the secret of your success is determined by your daily agenda. If we make a few key decisions, then manage them, manage them well, we will achieve success. It is impossible to change until we change something that we do daily. Join us now as we tell our stories and inspire and empower other women and young girls. Whether it's a story of personal triumph or challenge, we must own our stories. We must own our victories. We must own our challenges. And our goal should be to give hope and to help change lives. We can do that one day at a time, one day at a time. Join us in this journey together. Again, this is Andrea Leonard with Maximize You. Believers, as we tell our stories, as we tell our stories and empower and inspire other women and young girls to tell their stories, we first, once again, we've got to own it. We, we must own it. So, so today, let's unpack some biblical truths today and uh, hope to empower, to motivate you to continue to tell your story. Let's start with Habakkuk chapter two, verse one. Two and three. I will stand upon my watch and set upon me upon the tower and will watch to see what he will say unto me and what I shall answer when I am approved. Again, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower and will watch to see what he shall say unto me and what I shall answer when I am reproved. And the answer, verse two, and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision, make it plain upon tables and he that may run that readeth it, that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie, though it tarry, wait for it because it will surely come, it will not tarry. So today, let's be empowered to write it. 
allowing our stories to unfold, to write our stories, that it may be imprinted in our minds first, that we don't forget our stories, whether victories or challenges. When we write our stories, we make it more clear to ourselves, especially so that we're able to go back and reflect on our victories and on our challenges. We want to leave our stories for future generations, future children, young girls. Oftentimes in the African-American community, we hear or we share oral stories and we may write those stories, but initially those stories may have been passed down to us from a grandmother, a mother, an auntie, a mentor, or a counselor. And it's tradition to continue to tell the story. We want to empower you today to write your story so that your story is passed down for generations to come. Oftentimes it is easily mistaken because it's not written. And someone may ask the question, do you remember that part of the story? Do you remember that? Well, this is what I remember. And somebody else in the family may say, I remember this part of the story that grandmother used to share. So let's write the story so that it's written. And as it's written, we have less opportunity, less opportunity for the story to be mistaken or for the story to have holes in it. We're able to preserve the story because we've written the story. Just think about your your victories now. Think about your challenges. What you want to leave a legacy. Don't you want to leave a legacy to your children, to your grandchildren? Are you endeavoring to help and empower other women? This is National Women's History Month. So we want to lift another sister, lift another woman, empower a young girl this month. Let's make sure that we are sharing not only our victories, but our challenges so that they are able to connect with us and we're able to connect with others where they are. And as we share our victory and share our challenges, we're going to help empower, help motivate another sister, another young woman to know, hey, I've been right there. And because I was able to overcome my challenges, tell them how you did it. I use the word. I use the word as map keys. That's my personal testimony. Using the word as map keys. Using the spirit life of the word as my guide. We want to write the vision and make it plain. Make sure that it is legible for others to read. No holes in the story allowing our stories to unfold. Sometimes as we allow our stories to, to unfold in our lives and we unpack our personal victories and challenges, it's oftentimes painful, painful. So we don't want to write. And when I say write, I'm just not talking about writing, pending your story, uh, making it legibly with a pencil paper, whether you're typing, but writing your story by speaking orally, 
giving voice to the victory, giving voice to the challenge. The word says that our tongues are the pen of a ready writer. And we want to allow our stories to, to be heard, to be heard. Oftentimes, I believe that the spirit life of the word will guide us to unpack, share our stories to our children so they know what to do and not and what not to do. Uh, they will, you will be able to give them strategies, principles from the word. You want to give them some life skills to help them to be able to overcome their personal challenges. Let's be more deliberate about sharing, unpacking our victories and our challenges. Today, we, we want to share a story about a woman named Abigail. Now, Abigail was a wealthy yet humble and courageous woman who used wisdom. The key here is she used wisdom. Listen in to Abigail's story as penned by the Cook County Family Crisis Center. In 1 Samuel 25, a beautiful story emerges, one of submission and deliverance. Abigail is a lesser known heroine in the Bible, a humble woman who was married to a wealthy scoundrel. Abigail combined her wisdom, her wealth to appear before an approaching enemy to plead for the safety of her husband's household. David and 400 of his men were on their way to seek vengeance for Nabal's foolish response. One of Nabal's servants informed Abigail of her husband's lack of social graces and what David's intentions were upon his arrival. Abigail's response was in stark contrast to that of her husband. She knew who David was and the one that he served. Without hesitation and without telling her husband, Abigail gathered together food supplies and loaded them on donkeys. Then she headed out to meet the future king of Israel. When Abigail saw David without a word, she fell on her face before him, bowing herself to the ground. Falling at his feet, Abigail delivered the most humble, heartfelt plea for David to spare her husband's household. But her request was not made from a heart of fear, nor was it from a heart of anger toward her husband. Rather, while she admitted that her husband was a man of bad character, she reminded David that his life was in the hands of God. His enemies would be destroyed because of God's justice and his own house would endure. She only asked in return that when God had fulfilled everything he had promised, that David remembered her. Abigail's humble response turned David's heart. He saw the error he was about to make. He himself had just recently spared the life of King Saul who sought to kill David. Yet David had been quick to exterminate the household of a man who had been merely insulted. His life of exile had angered him. And this anger had nearly driven him to seek vengeance against a man who was not the real enemy. 
David heeded Abigail's wise words. He respected her for the great respect she showed her husband's household, despite his faulty character. He respected her for the great respect she showed her husband's household, despite his faulty character. He sent her away with a blessing, promising her safe return home and the preservation of the men of Nabal. Abel's name is mentioned in scripture only one more time as the mother of David's second-born son. But her story echoes in the hearts of all women as an example of true submission and courage, even in the face of danger. Abigail truly is one of the unsung heroes of the Bible. Again, Abigail's name is mentioned in scripture only one more time. This is an humble, wise woman as a mother of David's second born son. But her story echoes in the hearts of all women as an example of true submission and courage, even in the face of danger. Abigail truly is one of the unsung heroes of the Bible. In sharing that story now, let's look closely. Abigail was a woman of wisdom. She was a woman of honor. She was a woman who saw value. She was not only a wise woman, a very courageous woman, humble woman, an honorable woman who was able to see value and honor others. What does it mean to honor? Honor means to demonstrate high respect or great esteem for someone. By honoring another, that means you're able to say, I see value in you, in your brokenness, with your flaws, your imperfections. I still see your worth. I see what you're able to become. I'm able to look beyond what I see with my natural eyes. And in order to do that, first I must honor myself. I must respect myself. I have to see value in who I am in order to be able to honor and value another. Now, as we look at self-worth and value in ourselves, that truly means to love ourselves. Love goes beyond imperfections. It goes beyond the other person's flaws. And love and honor and value will say, I'm able to do what it is that I need to do, regardless of your imperfections, your flaws, because I honor, I honor you, I honor you. I value you. So today, let's see value in ourselves. Let's honor ourselves. Let's be courageous like Abigail, using wisdom on a daily basis. Let's refrain from allowing our challenges to make us bitter, but better. Let's say that again. We want to refrain from allowing our challenges to make us bitter 
but to allow us to become the very best version of ourselves, to become a better person. Now let's unpack some tips for achieving self-empowerment by Maryville University. Self-empowerment, it means making a decision, a conscious decision that I'm going to take charge. Today, ladies, women, young girls today, if you're listening, take charge, make a decision to take charge of your destiny. Well, if my husband, my significant other, if my daddy would have, you take charge today, regardless of all of those things. Take charge, ladies, women, take charge. Begin to empower you. Make a conscious decision to take charge of your destiny. To become the very best version of yourself. Now, it involves making positive choices, taking action to advance. What is it that I, I can do to help myself to, to be promoted? Come on, believers, to, to help myself to change my situation. What is it that I can do? Not what is it that somebody can do for me as I Begin to look within myself, evaluating my gifts and talents. I want to take action to advance, to become more confident in my abilities, confident in my ability to make and execute decisions, and then take it a step further and begin to execute those decisions that we've made. Self-empowered people, self-empowered specifically to women today, self-empowered women understand their strengths and their those areas wherein they need to grow. And they are motivated to learn, motivated to achieve, motivated to evaluate and learn from those victories and challenges in their lives. Let's develop a positive posture or attitude. In doing that, we will be more readily able to believe in ourselves, to take control of our destiny. Rather than giving in to the externals, the external things, the things that are going on around us, sometimes it's negativity. It may be in the home environment that, that will cause our self-esteem to be affected. Cultivate, ladies, a positive attitude evaluating once again your strengths, those areas wherein you need to grow, pursuing your passions. What is it that you're passionate about? Allow the spirit life of the word to reveal to you, to reveal to us our strengths and then trust, trust that dad knows, trust that he knows, that he understands, he knows, he understands your significance. And in knowing and understanding our significance, that he reveals it to us, that we're able to trust. We're able to trust that the anointing, that the oil is flows on our gifts, talents, our abilities. Set reasonable goals for ourselves. Executing our plans to achieve those goals. Let's surround ourselves with positive people. Be careful. 
Be careful of the words, the energy that you're in an environment, the energy that's in the environment. If you're in a room, be careful of the energy. You may want to remove yourself. Be careful surrounding ourselves with positive positivity at all times, knowing when I need to remove myself. Experiencing positivity can improve our mental well-being and minimize negativity. If negativity is on the inside of me, guess what? I release negative energy. So let's make sure I have positive energy so I'm able to release positivity. Empowering myself first to follow my dreams and then to empower others to follow their dreams. Practice self-care. Self-care. What is it that I need to do for me so that I am healthy, so that I am joyful? Scheduling time in my day, in my week, in my month, going into a new year, scheduling time to relax, to rejuvenate, so that I am more productive. Using self-talk, affirmations, confessions of faith, declaring the word, speaking. Come on, believers, releasing your faith. If you've connected with us for a while, we often talk about releasing your faith in word form to live a self-empowered life. Be assertive. Strive toward personal empowerment. Be assertive in expressing your thoughts, knowing who to express them to, when to express them, where to express them. Allowing the spirit life of the word to guide us, to guide us. We want to continue to be intentional intentional about growing on purpose one day at a time as we continue to grow on purpose we want to use the word the spirit life of the word to guide us to guide us we want to have uh, positive affirmations of faith confessions of faith to help us on a daily basis so we want to close today with some confessions of faith positive affirmations for the week for the week we want to be empowered stay empowered to live our very best life to become the very best version of ourselves and so today we want to close with walking in victory be empowered this week ladies to walk in victory, run to your destiny as you tell your story. Declare now, I am victorious in life. I am more than a conqueror. I am a world overcomer. I overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. My faith is the victory that overcomes the world. The favor of the word surrounds me like a shield. I declare that I have favor in the sight of all men. My father goes before me today, making the crooked places straight, opening doors that no man can shut. 
And I am grateful today for those keys to open doors, those keys that will unlock doors to my destiny. I declare that I have the mind of Christ. I hold the thoughts, feelings and purposes of his heart. I have the mind of the Holy Spirit, which is life and peace, and I am spiritually minded. I am living the life of the Spirit, and the Holy Spirit dwells within me. He is directing me today. I thank you, Father, that the Spirit life of the Word reveals things to me, showing me things to come. You're showing me how to value myself, how to see value in me, how to honor myself. And you're showing me, Father, how to see value in others and to honor others, even when I don't want to do it. I thank you now. I thank you that I am wise, led to make wise decisions. I thank you that I am courageous as I command this very moment, this day, to fully cooperate with the plans and purposes that you have for me. I thank you and I declare that I've been born again of the incorruptible seed of the word, which lives and abides forever. And I declare that I am a new creation in Christ. Those old things, those old thoughts, those old way of thinking is passed away and all things have become new. I declare that I have the nature of my father. I'm created in his image, in his likeness. I'm seated with Christ in heavenly places. And I am the righteousness of my father in Christ. I am in right standing with you, Father, accepted in the beloved. I thank you that you love me and nothing can separate me from your love. I declare that I'm set apart today, separated from the world system, uh, consecrated, separated from the world's thinking, the world's way of thinking. I am one with my father. I declare that I am courageous. I am strong in the word and the power of your might, Father. I thank you now that I'm crowned with favor, clothed with favor. You're showing me favor now. Favor unlocks doors for me today. I thank you now. I thank you that I use those keys that you've given me to unlock the doors of favor. Thank you now. I declare that I am empowered through my union with you. I am anointed. The oil flows on me today for honor. The oil flows on me today for wisdom and guidance. The oil flows on me today, Father, for positivity. I honor the oil that is on my life. I've been created by you, Dad, to prosper, to make a difference in this world. So I declare that I am a difference maker. I am a success. As I reach back and lift somebody else up, I thank you now. I thank you for strengthening me, for expanding my capacity to lead, expanding my capacity to be kind, to show kindness, expanding my capacity to be a woman of courage today. I am a success. That's my confession of faith and my confessions rule. I declare that I am the head. I am above only. I am blessed. I am the redeemed of the Lord. I'm redeemed from sickness and disease. I'm the head, not the tail. Thank you now that my body is the temple of the spirit life of the word. I reign today in life as a king. I do all things through Christ 
which strengthens me. I'm blessing the world with the rich value of potent resources, Father, that you've placed within me. Now, thanks be unto you who always calls me to triumph in Christ Jesus. We thank you now for your continued partnership. Go on out today and this week and continue to maximize your believer's walk in the word. This has been Andrea Leonard with Maximize You.